0: what's up guys welcome to indian markets with kr a podcast where i talk about how the indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future i also talk about a few stocks and my trades so uh glad to see you here and let's get started welcome to episode number 175 and we're going to talk about uh, the, the pretty positive day that we saw today I, I i think that there were some distinct moments where uh, you know the day was heading towards being negative but then because the global markets and you know the general sentiment must have been positive we saw uh, a pretty reasonable move so we're going to talk about that and uh, make sure you're listening to this one as well speed you are comfortable at and let's get started so nifty has closed at 9380.9 it's up 98.6 points which is around 1% the high for the day it's a new swing high this time it's 9404.4 so uh, you know it's a it's a pretty it's a pretty reasonable attempt at breaking the swing high and uh, you know it did not really uh, break break it by that much i think the previous swing high was around 9390 so it's just around 14 points away uh, but you know the attempt was uh, was pretty good especially because the open was right around the high then it fell down quite sharply it rejected those 400 levels basically and then from there it sort of worked its way back to the 404 uh, mark so i think that's a respectable attempt in my opinion uh, we are seeing the di is being uh, buyers this time to the tune of 1100 crores plus some change, and the FIs were sellers, so that's uh, an interesting placement because that is what it's been since the past few uh, weeks. You know, of course, in the middle there was a gap where everyone was a seller, but then previously, this is what it's been like the, the, the DIs were probably just averaging down at that point. Uh, not quite sure what's happening at this point now. Maybe uh, there's a new influx of capital. Pe- people might be, you know, putting in more money in mutual funds and such to invest, thinking that the bottom is already passed. And uh, as a result of that, these MFs m- might be just buying those uh, new shares. So that that might be possible. Uh, looking at the broad market indices here, uh, we are seeing a, a very, a very mixed performance, I would say mid caps clearly the winners here but small caps and large caps both were evenly placed this time uh india vix is down quite a lot it's at 35 right now it's down 7.6 percent which is a massive reduction and at this point it's uh, it's well below half of what it was previously so it's quite a reduction and this has also resulted in the option prices being uh, fairly you know better for option buyers uh, because earlier what was happening is that the prices were just not moving. That is still the case right now to to some extent, but then uh, you know that has drastically reduced because the volatility is going down. And if you if you have any idea about option pricing, if you don't then it's fine. But if you have any idea, then uh, you know volatility plays a huge role in the option pricing. So that's that's a very uh, interesting thing to see uh, happening here sectoral indices we can see uh, banking and financial services stocks doing very well actually private banks in general did very well uh, i i remember induscent bank and access bank two very well uh, performed uh, stocks today and i think access bank was up like seven point some percent and that is despite its results being pretty negative i think it was a loss of 1,388 crore, which is uh, well below estimates, uh, not the loss, but the performance is well below estimates. And as a result, you know, one would typically expected that, uh, you know, <clears throat> the market would have gone down, anticipating a poorer result. Uh, but looks like, you know, it's it's uh, possibly going to be a negative day for Axis tomorrow. Let's just keep it that way. Because if, if it really has Uh, Not you know met the expectations and if it really if it's really not that good, uh, then of course it will try to discount that. And uh, part of the reason why today the price of Axis went up is also because uh, Axis has picked up an additional 29% stake in Max Insurance, Max Life Insurance. So that is also possibly uh, one of the drivers for the stock uh, today. So that's uh, one extra additional point. Bank Nifty is up by 2.94%. So quite a positive day for Bank Nifty, of course, motivated by uh, you know just so many stocks today. A lot of a lot of positive gainers for Bank Nifty basically today. Uh, so that's a good thing. And Dustin Bank, by the way, 17% up. I just checked. 52-week uh, highs when we are looking at them. I'm seeing R.T. Industries here. It's a fairly well-known stock. Um, Navin Fluro as well, fairly well known Ajanta Pharma also here on this list Ruchi Soya, can't can't forget this one It's at 375, just so close to that 400 mark And this was in double digits not too long ago So it's it's crazy how we've followed its uh, rally On the low side, we've got Shalit Hotels, Scient Limited And Rajesha Exports, being the well-known stocks here Schaffler is here as well So, not really a good thing, Uh, but then, you know, these are probably inherently weak stocks possibly. So, that that tells us that. Now I also looked at a few volume spurts to understand if we can expect some bigger moves tomorrow happening based on the volume data alone. And we are seeing Charlotte and Tata Invest being uh, two well-known stocks on this list. So I'd possibly, uh, you know, uh, keep an eye on these two. I, I think that uh, Tata Invest is still not as high of a volume as the others, but then it's still uh, you know well within that range in my opinion. If you ask me, bulk deals we can see a few. Eros Media here, RBL Bank here. I think RBL Bank uh, is Tower Research Capital once again, but RBL Bank I'm not quite sure what uh, the entire transaction was about. BNP Paribas Arbitrage is the client's name here, so possibly something happening there and when there is a lot of fi involvement or when there are basically larger players i typically try to stay away from that stock because it's just uh, you know it it can be it can move either way in my opinion so it's slightly a riskier bet depending on a few other parameters of that stock uh, but that's that's one thing to consider now we can see reliance naval and engineering limited has been sold by yes bank to the tune of 1.28 crore stocks so it's it's one more interesting thing to see the absolute amount is not that high but that's still interesting to see s bank so, sort of offloading some stocks eros media we can see uh this company trying to sell a few stocks and then buying back more so i think that the company is possibly more bullish on eros media so that's a good thing possibly like a long short kind of thing that they tried to do today uh could be the case USD INR, we are seeing it at 76.16. It has been on a downward trajectory in general since around three, four days. Um, approximately 21st April, I think, was when it had created its uh, swing high of 76.85. So around 16th April was the swing high and then 21st April was the next attempt for the swing high and from there it's been sort of gradually declining. I think the next major support is pretty much right around here and if it falls from here then we're looking at a 76 retest of course so uh, again usd inr technicals sure do play some part but then these things typically have a lot of uh, you know behind the scenes stuff going on so fundamentals are also equally important when we talk about uh you know usd inr and fx in general because those things really do dictate a lot of things in the market Oil prices we are looking at WTI being down sixteen percent, so it's at ten point six three dollars per barrel. Brent crude is at nineteen point seven four dollars per barrel, it's down one point two five percent. So uh oil is down once more. It's it I, I think in the morning itself it started with a pretty massive gap down opening, if I remember correctly, because the news was like that. So it's not really a good sign, but then Oil prices, just they, they are <laughs> quite flawed. I think OPEC has said that they are looking at oil being around 40 per barrel once again in the second half of 2020, whether that's just to lift the sentiments of the market or whether that's actually their forecast is something that we can debate about. Uh, but it's, it's what their statement says. Uh, the global markets, European markets are positive. Asian markets are largely positive. SGX Nifty is up 30.5 points at 9425 so uh, possibly a positive day tomorrow likely it's likely and uh, the other Asian indices are also largely positive so that's a good sign let's see what happens overnight with Nasdaq that might possibly have some uh, say in how the markets open tomorrow as well Uh, but more on the markets you know more on the indices in this segment coming segment so I'm looking at Nifty's intraday chart here, it's the 10 minute time frame and I can see very clearly and if you're looking at the chart, which I do recommend doing, you can see very clearly as well that it opened with a new swing high, about 9402.5 if I remember correctly and from there it fell quite sharply, took some crazy support at its previous close and then it was pretty much relentless in its uh, you know, journey upwards and created a new high for the day and for the swing period Uh, in the process and this was done you know well in the second half of the day around uh, pretty much end of day where it had created its new high so it's a good sign i think that initially it had rejected those higher levels but then once the buyers started stepping in and once the underlying stocks started moving positive I think that is when Nifty caught up. Of course, Bank Nifty was much more positive than Nifty. Uh, We can see that it had opened with a gap up, a massive gap up, and then it sustained that gap up also very well. So Bank Nifty, very, very good. It's also got that 13 DMA support. I mean, we've spoken about how Bank Nifty is inherently stronger on the charts than Nifty. Uh, nifty on the daily chart we can see that it's still facing resistance at the zero percent fib level 9390 is where the level is and 9380 is where the close is so you can imagine just how much resistance there is at this level and at the same time you know three the the previous three four candles have been very haywire almost consolidating within that 9200 to 91 like from 9100 to the swing high range and that's not really a good sign it basically shows that it's it, you know there's either a big move coming on the upside or a big move coming on the downside a lot of people are saying that it's possibly going to be a downward move a big move which is of course likely but there is also a chance that it might just attempt a 10k test and then go down because i do believe that you know the market might eventually go down i don't think that it's going to retain its uh, re- sorry regain its 12k levels very soon uh but i think that you know it might just try out our higher levels for a bit more, uh, there is a chance. And uh, that is where the analysis are at. If the 9390 level is breached, then we are probably looking at 9582, so right around 9600 where the next target should be. I would personally not go long nifty, like if you are uh, you know, going swing long nifty or something, then it's possibly a riskier bet right now in my opinion. But it's definitely one uh, one thing to consider when you're planning out your intraday trades. So that's my take on Nifty right now. I'm just looking at Bank Nifty's chart also just for some additional context and we can see that it's, it it has filled in that gap very well uh, that was there uh, from 28th to 21st April. You can see it on your chart. Hopefully you are sitting in front of a chart. And if you aren't, you can basically s- try to visualize that it's filled in a gap because of today's positive move now based on this you know i'll i'll just try to do a quick retracement for bank nifty here as well the swing high is actually further back so it's a bit difficult to tell you exactly uh, how it might be but we can see here very clearly that around 20200 is where its support is the low for the day is 20260 so it did take some water for support at that area and uh, the swing high for the period is 21462 approximately and the next resistance that uh, you know bank nifty might face is firstly at around 20854 and the next resistance is going to be at around 21090 or so 21k uh, psychological level is obviously going to be there but that is uh, you know what i can see on the chart you know that it that is one of the opens of the candle 20th april uh, to be precise and uh, after that it's possibly going to be a 21.462 level which is going to be very very important because it's the swing high so that is what i'm seeing with bank nifty again bank nifty seems to be inherently stronger than nifty which is still in two minds it's very indecisive and that indecisiveness was kind of evident in the intraday movements as well because since the past two or three days two or three trading sessions it's Uh, it's very noticeable the amount of buyers and sellers which are there and uh, they've been quite low and the, the actual movements that were happening today, I was looking at the 20 depth and the 20 depth wasn't moving as fast either, which it normally does. So that might be a sign of, you know, a lot of people being out of the markets because they aren't quite sure about these price levels. They aren't quite sure about the market's direction and it's very common for larger players to do that as i understand that they they just want to see what the sentiment is because they they play with some they play with you know sums of money which is much larger than we can imagine so i feel that there is a chance that something like that is happening uh, but anyway let's move to my trades my only trade for the day was going long icici bank and the basis for this trade was you know as is the basis for pretty much all of my other trades and that is support taken at uh, one of the pivot points and pivot points I feel are important because they aren't really your uh, very typical moving uh, average type of indicator or any other type of indicator which is to uh, you know which which just moves here and there and which is very dynamic where it keeps on moving they stay static which sort of helps you plan out your trades better and in the past, they have worked because a lot of people tend uh, tend to use them. So it was uh, it was the trade basis was that it did fall down. So it did go down. It took support at the moving average, which is one of my secondary indicators, 13 MA, as you might be knowing. And from there, uh, I trailed it and I ended up exiting uh, it with around a six six percent ROI, I think, six so percent uh no not six percent i think this was a bit higher six six seven percent basically uh on the on the capital that i had put in and i exited because it was right around resistance and i had already gotten a fair bit of return so i thought that you know this position was a losing one i don't really want to make it a losing one or i don't want to you know lose the returns that i'm getting you know even slightly so i'll just exit it i'll, I'll sort of guarantee my profits and i'll be out of the market so i did just that and uh i think this is the same thing that i was speaking about yesterday that you know if i'm greedy with my profits in the sense that i just take my profits and enjoy them it's possibly going to be uh, a profitable day for me which has been happening and that was the case today as well had i held on to it i might have made a little bit more but not really that much so just by exiting in time it sort of you know gave me the peace of mind i guess so uh, that is ICICI Bank. That was the trade, only trade that I took today. And uh, yeah, I, I shared the trade basis as well. And the lesson for the day is, uh, I don't know, it's quite frankly, it's just the patience uh, which which kind of paid off because the position was uh, in the red initially and then I just sort of trailed it. I did, uh, you know, control my urge, control the urge to exit it early because of uh, it showing a few down moves. And again, that is once again patience and ultimately the positive greed, the good kind of greed, which is just taking your profits and enjoying them uh, helped me sort of, you know, protect my profits. So all of those lessons that uh, I previously mentioned, same ones apply this time as well. And uh, yesterday, in fact, last night I had shared an image of ICICI Bank about some of its similarities to its previous moves. that thing is actually still valid today. I can see the similarities here and I'll possibly try to post another picture of it today. If not, I'll just try to uh, say that, all right, there's a similar pattern here for those who don't listen to this uh, episode. Uh, but then if you if you are following me on Twitter or Instagram, I think those are the only two platforms where I've shared it. Uh, you should definitely check that image out. It's on my stories on Instagram and it's on my feed on Twitter, at marketswithkr on twitter at indian markets with kr on instagram do check it out and uh, that's it for this episode i hope you found it helpful and informative i know i fumbled a bit here and there but i had just woken up from a very uh, sweet nice nap so i was still in the nap mode possibly uh, but once again i hope you at least took away something from this one and uh, always open for feedback as always and yeah happy trading tomorrow see you in the next